Sheep Raider featuring starring Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog from the Looney Tunes. And your objective oh, was you played as goodness. Ralph. <laughs> you played as Ralph Wolf and you had to steal the sheep. Why are you picking up a boulder? That's a With sheep. A face like a sheep. A sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, it. Are, it's so, very, very pixelated. Yeah, those are PS1 very graphics pixelated. if I've ever seen them. Welcome to the Crown Evens Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah. Did I say heathens or heathen? Heathens? Heathen. I wasn't listening. I think I said heathens. <laughs> I also, if I didn't, I it's the Crown Heathens Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have an actual question for me? Or was um, that it? Well, I mean, I guess if I had to choose a topic, I'd say, what's today's topic? <laughs> I cannot, what I meant to say. That is literally the best thing ever because that would be exactly what you say. Because that is exactly what you say yeah. when you text me yeah. and you're like, yeah. I'm like, hey, what do you guys want to talk about today? And you're like, hey, what's today's topic? And I'm like, no, no, no I, no I just asked you. <laughs> I asked you that. Today's topic, for all those curious, now that we've rambled it up for you, is going to be talking a little bit about nostalgia. In particular, we're going to be talking about games that we still play, literally really only because of the nostalgia, or maybe mostly because of the nostalgia. And I'm curious to hear your guys' answers, because I have quite a few, and they range, for sure. Like, there's a couple of games that I definitely only pick up for nostalgia, but a few that I feel like I half pick up for the nostalgia so matt i know you're dying to speak again I'm, my mouth is literally like my hands if you saw me you would you would know exactly i was like <laughs> waiting like for the exact moment for me to just jump in um my first question i have another question you have another question and again there are no oh. there are no stupid questions i mean so yeah. the topic was originally posed as nostalgia games which are games i play for nostalgia and then mm -hmm. you said only for nostalgia but i also play these games because they're genuinely good games like well, I said mostly everything on this list. I would recommend you play. I said mostly. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, so that being said, I mean, I can just jump into it if if we're ready to. If well, yeah, but I think Sacco should actually start. Oh, I think I should start. Okay, fucking rude. Um, <laughs> I think I mean I feel like we've all had like a Mario game that we always go back to for nostalgia. Um, yeah, mine is uh, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Um, I don't think I've ever actually beat the game, but I've started it roughly like a hundred times over the last like 15 to 20 years. Never beat it. I don't think I ever will beat it, but I'll play it. I'll get all the way to like world three or four. Like don't use any skips. Just like get all the way to world three or four. And then be like, ah, man, this is hard. I didn't stop. <laughs> but then be like, uh, like a month later, be like, oh man, Super Mario World is like really fun. I should totally play that again. I think that's really interesting because I think that's probably one of the only Nintendo games. Like, it might just be my lack of interest in games that get too difficult. But, like, I will, like, I thought you were going to say, like, Mario Kart or Mario Party. And I'm like, those no. are just fun games. Yeah. And then you said, like, Mario World. And I was like, oh, like, I feel like I've never, I've never gone back to a Mario game unless it was, like, the only thing on the system. So I know like there's a lot of times like on my 
3ds or on uh um on the nintendo online they give you uh, a copy of it like the very like the original super mario bros and it's like the original mario level like i'd play that game not for nostalgia reasons just because it's like the only thing loaded and like i don't have a disc or cartridge with me so it's like i guess i'll play that first level again okay more just out of boredom yeah i just they get too hard and i'm like "Ah, i'm never gonna beat it it's fine they do get very challenging i think the farther i think i I have made it to like the bowser fight but i don't think i've ever actually beaten it wow brag about it yeah like i don't know what part of your brain's let you let go of that like i'm gonna be honest when i can't beat a game like that's all i think about like i am eating breathing living hades right now because that is like all i can think about is how badly i just want to beat the whole game and so when people talk about not being able to beat games like i i'm not i'm i'm not judging i want to be really clear about that and that's fine if a game's too hard and you don't want to finish it it's just like sometimes it doesn't even feel like i want to finish it i have to like i have to see the ending i have to do the thing i have to complete the thing because otherwise it's just like an unchecked box like it just feels so incomplete i get that i hear what you're saying and i think the difference is that (laughs) you're you're sitting down and saying wow this is a really hard game i need to beat it and i'm sitting down and saying Wow, this is a really hard game that I'm never going to beat, so I might as well not waste my time. Well, I'm, like you I'm, have, you have a yeah, glimpse of hope. Still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a mindset shift. Mine's a little bit different. Mine's like, oh, it's a really hard game. Ooh, a new NHL came out. Ooh, <laughs> like oh, so just, so ADHD. It, yeah, squirrel. <laughs> right, like <laughs> I just get distracted, and then I come back. I have a theory. I have a theory that Sacco, and I mean this. With love in my heart, uh-huh. but is a dog. Yes. Or was a dog in a <laughs> very recent life. <laughs> and uh, when you say things like that, yeah. you really just, you prove my point. 100%. I, I, one, I, the re, the sole reason I have not beat Super Mario World is it, it is a relatively long game for the games that I play. And I just get distracted. I just, like, I have it. I, so I, ha- I have it loaded on my 3DS. Never finished it. I have it like I have the my original Super Nintendo. It still works. I have the game, never beaten it, and it's just like I just get distracted. I don't know. Other games come Do out. You get it's distracted. Like, I just get distracted, and then I play another game, and then I come back. And I'm like, oh man, I should play Super Mario World again, and then <laughs> like I go to load my save, and I'm like, nah, I should start over. Like, I never, like, go back from the save. I always start the game over again. And I don't know why. Why? You know what? That's a very Mario thing, though. That's a very Mario thing. I think it is. Go ahead. I am going to just, like, like, this is becoming something it's not supposed to be about. The nostalgia factor, though. I get it with every (laughs) single Mario game. (laughs) But every single Mario game has that. Like, I think most people, and this is not everyone by far, for sure, but... Most people had some sort of access to a Mario game, whether it was at a friend's house or something like that. So when they look back on their games, like it really is like, like one of the games that you would go back to just oh, yeah. to play out of nostalgia, just yeah, to yeah. remember when you were, you know, six years old and you're fighting with your siblings over the controller of who got to play who. And, you know, like, it's just like such a thing ingrained in us, like. I know, like, I won't let somebody be Mario if I have the console. 
because I was never allowed to be no, Mario. This is my, this because is my, my house. brother. <laughs> my yeah, house, Mario. I'm Mario. <laughs> and like you have to play Luigi because it's like it's like a hierarchy at that point, right? Like, did it's your, like no no no. Did your siblings lie to you and say that Luigi actually jumped higher than Mario did? Yo, I don't think in, so. I hold think, on. I th- in Super Mario the Super Mario Bros. 2, Luigi did jump higher. Really? Yeah, so in, in Super Mario World 2, Luigi jumped higher, Peach could float, and Toad uh, was super fast. Oh, okay. No, and Super that Mario game World, was not popular. They were all the that, same. That, <laughs> that, yeah, no. So the one I always go back to, because like that's a thing that I've, I've, I've replayed a lot of Mario games. So the, there's two main ones that I'll go back to, and I... Like, I go back to them alone, but I also, like, anytime my brother comes up to visit, it's, like, we end up playing Mario. And I've taken it over to my sister's house, who, like, no longer plays video games, but she'll play it because it's nostalgia. And that's Super Mario Bros., like, the OG, the original, and then Super Mario Bros. 3, because we had both of those on, like, the NES. And so we'll play through those, and I remember we, like, we got to like world eight, me and my sister, we were like hanging out one night, uh, like her kids are asleep. We're like just screaming at this TV cause we kept dying and we couldn't get past world eight. And it was really upsetting. Like it was just really upsetting. And it was on like an, like, um, like an emulator, but we couldn't actually like pause it or save the progress or anything. So we like, it was like, it was like the old days, right? Like you, you turned it off and it was done. It was over. It was gone. And it was really sad, but like the nostalgia of that whole thing was phenomenal. Like every Mario game, I think has that, and I play them repeatedly even now, just just to get that feeling. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you played those two because those are the two good ones out of the original <laughs> three. The second one, really, I just some people love it. I most people hate it, um, but like I think even the fact that you say like your sister doesn't really like play video games, like you wouldn't call her a gamer, but she still has that nostalgia aspect and like. I think Mario has just transcended the video game world and even people who have never played video games can look at a picture of like Super Mario Bros, like the first one, the Super Mario Bros, World 1, Level 1, and like that first like screen before you start moving and there's yeah. like the three blocks. Like I feel like everybody, almost everybody in the world can I just be like, at least once. I know what this is. Yeah. This is Mario. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the fact that yeah, it like sure. it has transcended um like it, it has transcended video games. Like nostalgia no longer is is for like, oh, I used to play this game as a kid. It's just like I I know this. This is in me. And I think that's crazy that like a yeah. video game could have done that. Yeah, no. It's really like really crazy how pervasive it it is in like yeah. our like culture almost. That being said, I I do have another one. So I, I know we could talk all day about Mario oh, yeah. and the, the Mario, Mario podcast. So it's no longer play. the nostalgia podcast. It's the Mario podcast. <laughs> 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 that's that's Mario another games. topic for another week. I really wanted to mention. So we had a I've talked about this before in previous podcasts, but I we had a Sega Saturn growing, <laughs> growing up, yeah. which is random. Yeah. But the one Only game I've literally gone back to um, and I actually because I I'm decently tech savvy, but I'm not a I'm not by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> like a computer person. I know I I made Sacco like actually find me a way to emulate this game because I couldn't find it anywhere. I I couldn't so like on my computer I can play this Sonic game that we had growing up 
And it's it's like obscure to all my like research that I've done because like and you couldn't freaking find no, it. No, because the problem was you had it for the Saturn, but it also came out for the Genesis. Oh yes, that was and right. So, so there was I different versions of it. Was this was Sonic 3D Blast for the Genesis, but it looked completely different than what you were yeah. expecting in it like and it like it kind of played and it was different. very disappointing and so i was like i was like well, oh, i got so the it issue and then was i showed it to you and you're like no it this was, is not it was actually good. mostly the same and then like certain parts of the i could tell with the, i think it was the music that tipped me off but what you would do in this game so it was sonic 3d blast and like one of the features of it is you would run into tails and knuckles in each level and it you you would pay them a certain amount of coins and they would drop you off in this special level and basically the whole point was to collect rings and then you had to collect these like these stones like emeralds and so like through like i was playing it i was like i feels a little off but maybe i just misremembered some stuff and then i went and i like got transported by knuckles and i was like really excited for like the special level and on the Sega Saturn, it was like almost like a water slide tube that you had to like move about and like you had to collect as many coins without hitting, you know, the little like bomb looking things. And then it wasn't that it was just like a normal like it looked like a path and you had to like jump over like stones and stuff. And I was like, no, nope, no, nope, it's wrong. not the same <laughs> game. And it ruined it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So yeah, I, I, I do remember being like, nope, try again. <laughs> nope. So, so that is a game that you actually played for the nostalgia. And like when it changed a little bit, you're like, yeah, I don't want to play this. Yeah, exactly. And like, that was the key indicator, right? Like it wasn't that like anything else the key indicator that i was playing it for the nostalgia was when there was an aspect that had changed i was like it's not worth it anymore yeah, like yeah. it's not a fun game in the sense that like i'll just play it it was it was literally just to re-remember playing it as a child and yeah like i i fully like when i get an instinct to replay it like i will replay that game and like it's just fun i actually remember i went to visit my brother at one point and i like set it up to like um off of my laptop onto his like he has a giant freaking tv it's like <laughs> way too enormous and uh i put it on his giant tv and it looks so funny because it's like so great yeah. like so pixelated <laughs> and then like he was like how the fuck did you find this game? Like, what is this game? And how did you pull this from the depth of my memory? And I remember he was on his, the phone with a friend and he was like telling them about it. And I was like, this is why like the nostalgia, nostalgia. aspect is so strong. Yeah. yeah, peak nostalgia because he's even like telling his friend, like he's so flabbergasted. He's just like, my fucking sister found this game from like, <laughs> like, probably the 80s in reality or something like it's just like it was so silly but yeah sonic 3d blast specifically so for the sega saturn i think it's interesting for the sega saturn um i think it's interesting that you brought this up because i'm looking at my list and two of the games um that i played but also another game um i've replayed them as remakes so nintendo loves to bring back ips mm-hmm. um, yeah. as you know yeah so like the very first zelda game i ever played was link's awakening for the i played it on the game boy color it released for the regular game boy and they remastered it in, now in color 
And I was like, yes, I'm going to play that one. So that was the first Zelda game I've ever played. Absolutely loved it. To this day, it made me fall in love with the entire series. Um, they remade it for the Switch. Okay. They changed a few oh, things. Oh, really? Yeah, they changed a few things. So one thing about the Game Boy is that uh, the screen obviously like switches over. Like when you get to the edge of the screen, it like would refresh. Um, they got rid of that. So you can just like, it's like endless scroll. Um, which is cool, but like it, it kind of removes a little bit of the nostalgia. They took out there was a side quest that there was an attachment for the Game Boy Color that was like the Game Boy camera. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So in the game, there was a guy who like he would it, at specific parts of the game he would come and take your photo. Um, so like if there was like a a scene with a dog, or a bow wow, or a chain chomp. <laughs> um, the dog's name was bow wow, but he was a chain chomp. Um, but, like if you walked by it too closely, it would like bite you. And like the first time that mm-hmm. happens, you would like take your picture and be like, oh, look, I got a picture. And like um, if you walk by the cat, like uh, the castle at a specific part of the game, like if you do it at any other time, it doesn't come. But if you do it like right during like this one quest, if you just like leave and go walk in front of the castle, he'll take a picture and be like, hey, shouldn't you be like saving the princess or something? Like, he doesn't say that. I don't remember what the actual <laughs> mission is, but he's like, hey, like you're kind of not where you're supposed to be. Like, what are you doing? But um, you can actually print them off like with the Game Boy camera. You can print off these photos that they take. And then in the, oh, that's cool. In the Switch version, they just got rid of it because like it doesn't have a camera feature, so they just added a new guy. And it was like, oh, you can create dungeons and like play them with your friends. Like they get, like they gave it like an online like kind of feature, mm, but it's like okay, they got rid of that. Mm. Um, and they made it 3D and like they made it like Nintendo Switch graphics. But oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. music was again uh, upgraded. It was an 8 bit, but like it was the same, and like it still gave me that nostalgia aspect. Like I I bought this game immediately. And the same thing, like, I replayed a bunch of pretty much like every Zelda game that I've played has been a remake. The Ocarina of Time, I never played the N64 version. I played the 3DS version. Same thing with Majora's Masks. Um, they are remaking Skyward Sword. And like, I 100% I'm going to get it. Like, a lot of people are disappointed that it's Skyward Sword. But like, I'm 100% going to get it. Like, it's going to be completely different. But even though it's different, and like, even though Link's Awakening was different on... Um, the uh, the switch I, i'm still super excited and like i still loved it right so yeah so that nostalgia even though it was different like that nostalgia aspect kind of um is still there i repurchased it on the 3ds in its original form so i like i played it mm-hmm. i played it more than like i replayed it more than just on the switch but i feel like in its new upgraded version it's still it's still a good game and it gives people who've never played it who like never had a Game Boy Color or a 3DS like it gives them a chance to play it as well. So I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty neato. Pretty, pretty neato. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm I'm like a fan of the I, I get like that's kind of where I say with like the nostalgia, like how much of nostalgia do I play? Like am I playing this game for the nostalgia or just because it's a good Zelda game? And I think I'm yeah. kind of lying. I'm kind of lying in the middle where it's like, yeah, like if you've never played this game, you're still going to love it, even though it's like remastered and remade and on the switch but because i played it like the the little the little tidbits are sending me yeah i feel a little bit so one of the games i wrote down and and i feel a little weird about having written this one down but is actually dragon age origins so i replay dragon age origins actually quite frequently for um, it's probably about once a year at this point. <laughs> and it's a long game, so I feel like that's pretty frequent. Yeah. I I don't... I remember when 
like Sacco was getting into Dragon, like he was like asking me about Dragon Age and he was like, should I play that one? And I was like, I don't know <laughs> if you'll be able to get through like the graphics and like still value the game because like you don't have a hook into the universe yet. Like, I don't know if it's worth it unless you really want to explore the universe. And I remember I said that to Matt, too, when we were, like, talking about how we started all of this, which was with WWMD, which was you, me playing Dragon Age Inquisition for you, basically. But I remember we had a conversation about that, like, well, what if we started with Origins? And I was like, again, I don't know if it's, like, worth going back to in that sense, but I replay it all the time because I love it because it's nostalgia and it's nostalgia from like I honestly played it in 2015 so like it's not even that old of nostalgia but like it is like just I play it because I remember how I felt when I played it the first time yeah and I don't know if like people are trying to get into Dragon Age if I would actually recommend they start there or if I would say you know Play Inquisition, and if you love it, go back. Because they're worth playing if you love the universe. But I don't know if I'd be like, hey, you gotta play it. Like, I really want them to remaster it or something, mm -hmm. because I think they're good games. I mean, like, I think they're phenomenal games. I think, like, Dragon Age 2, I think, held up decently well. I don't think... Dragon Age Origins had a very... So Dragon Age 2, when you, like, have the combat, it feels a little bit more connected. Yeah. So, like, you're attacking as they're attacking you. Yeah. Whereas, like, Dragon Age Origins is, like, and I might just stream it just for fun because I think it would be fun. <laughs> Why not? But it is, it is really, like, oh, I'm going to run up to the person. Okay, now I'm going to take out my sword. Now I'm going to attack. It's very, like, fragmented. It's you can very, see where, like, D&D. Like, like you have to yeah. declare. And it's not like person, it's not like, it's not turn-based, so it's not that far, but it is very like, okay, I have to take this action and I can't just like smoothly move and I can't like, it, it feels very fragmented, in particular the combat. And then there's just certain aspects of it, like the fact that your your person doesn't actually have a voice either which is very old style RPG where it was just like, you just see the lines of text as you respond yeah. to people. And then you hear people respond back. Like they had voice actors for that, but your character actually didn't really have like a full voice actor. Like they have sound effects. And so you can actually, it's weird. You can pick your voice because like when you're in combat, they'll like yell out and they'll be like, like die or something like that. But <laughs> then they won't talk during dialogue. It's just the words written on the screen. So, like, I definitely play Dragon Age Origins for the nostalgia. And I think anyone in the Dragon Age universe who's, like, really into Dragon Age, if they haven't already played it, would enjoy it. But I don't think it would be like, oh, my God, you have to play this because it's a good game. It's just dated a lot. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, just... I've watched you play it, and it does look... Again, like I, I'm not playing it, so I don't know how if it feels this way, but it 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 looks clunky, in a way that like old games always feel a little bit clunky. So yeah, I, I've 
I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before or if I've, I've just talked a lot about it. Um, but there's a weird thing um, with like video games, especially in like the 2005, like around 2005. Um, every mm-hmm. single game company was like, hey, we have the technology. We can start making 3D games. Yeah. And they were not correct. No, and it's like there's so many games that are like 3D it. and it's like yeah. this would be amazing as a 2D game or as like an eagle eye. Like if there was like a fixed camera above, that would have been great. Um, but it was very much not ready. And I, I looked up Dragon Age Origins came out in 2009 and it's like right at like the edge of that. Like, you know, maybe maybe they might have been starting to understand. They did ha- try to. Like- I, I, I think they did have the technology, but they. Because there were, they also, so I, the other game I have written down is Jade Empire. And I've talked about Jade Empire lots. It's also a Bioware game. It's a little bit more obscure. I know a lot of people who are big Bioware fans haven't played it. I think it's phenomenal, but it it plays very similar to Dragon Age Origins. And it came out well before that. And I, I will let Matt look up the year for me while I talk. <laughs> but basically, they play very similar. And so I think it was before they changed. Um, and I believe they were both made on like the same engine. And so I just think their engine wasn't quite there, but they're like the technology was 2005. If that makes sense. Yeah. Peak so, bad 3D gaming. I actually think <laughs> Dragon Age, uh, sorry, Jade Empire, <laughs> like it plays, I don't want to say better than Dragon Age, but it feels like it was more in that moment. Whereas Dragon Age was all like Origins was almost outside of that moment, which is why it feels clunkier for a reason. Because it like you the graphics aren't quite as bad. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it should be smooth. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. The, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? It, like it so like you're looking at it like, like this. Because looks like Dragon a good... Empire is old. Yeah. Yeah, like because it's so old and like the graphics yeah. really read as older too. Like you're, it, it feels okay, like a little bit more okay that it's a little clunkier. Yeah. And it actually doesn't feel like when I'm thinking back on the gameplay, and I could be totally wrong. This might be being hazed over by nostalgia. Huge nostalgia. <laughs> um, is like that one, when I've replayed that one, it's felt smoother than when I've replayed Dragon Age Origins. And I don't know if that's because they tried to do more with Dragon Age Origins and it wasn't quite there or what happened. But yeah. Dragon Age 2 holds up a little bit better. So, like, if people really want to start with another one, I always say, like, Kate, play that one. Which is what it's you, gonna look a little bit sillier. Yeah, which is what you but, told me to do. You told me to start with Dragon Age 2. And then you you just like walked yeah. me through the Dragon Age origin story. Cause like um, like you can pick when you start Dragon Age Inquisition, you can like pick a world state. And so yeah, you, I did the same thing with Matt, yeah. and I remember wishing we had recorded it because I basically felt like a dungeon master, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "So you you come across this room, and you know this person is inside, and they say this to you, and like, what is your response?" I felt very dungeon mastery about it, and it was actually quite entertaining to go through those choices. Yeah, but yeah, I and Dragon Age Two more directly connects with Dragon Age Inquisitions. They actually happen like very close together whereas there's a large gap between dragon age origins and dragon age 2 um and they they mostly connect at the beginning but there is like a larger gap and it and you feel it in the game as well so i don't know dragon age origins and of course (laughs) jade empire yeah obviously um 
I'm just going to just talk a little bit about game engines because I I like the way that you said that. And also it relates to Kingdom Hearts, which is another game that like I play. Like I continue to play these games and they're not necessarily the first one. Like I've replayed the first one so many times, but like the reason why I replay or even pick up the second one and the third one and like the mobile game and like they release a new anything and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this. It's because I have nostalgia for the first game. Like right. I'm constantly searching that. Um, but, um, I think it's interesting that like Jade Empire was released for the Xbox and Dragon Age Origin was released for the Xbox 360 and that felt better. Um, and I think the engine being used may have a significant factor to that. And then I'm just going to relate it back to Kingdom Hearts really quickly. So Kingdom Hearts 3 was delayed, um, six years and everybody was like, oh my God, like they delayed it. Six blah, blah, blah. Years. And then it was delayed six years. Oh. It was supposed to release for the PlayStation 3 and then Sony announced the PlayStation 4. Oh, the next okay. the next year, and then the head director was like, "Hey, everybody, stop what you're doing. Start over." Oh, and he's okay. like, "We're not using this engine anymore." It's like I'm not porting it over because it's gonna look, it's gonna feel bad and just like be a little bit enhanced. So he's like, "Everybody, like they were almost they had like one they had like the final mission left to do," and the lead director was like, "Hey, everybody, stop what you're doing. Start over." And they're like, "We're no longer using this engine. We're releasing this for next gen," and it came out like close to the end of the PlayStation 4 cycle because <laughs> now the PlayStation 5 like it came out um maybe last year two years ago I'm gonna look it up real quick so yeah so like maybe that's why Dragon the Dragon Age Origin feels so like, weird clunky it's because yeah. like they should have just they're like that we're using an, an outdated engine um it came yeah. out in maybe. 2019 Kingdom Hearts 3 oh wow okay, which is like yeah. pretty close to the end of the PlayStation 4 and oh, like yeah. it was originally supposed to release for the PlayStation 3 so like yeah, I so just thought that was really interesting that we brought up um, the comparison of Jade Empires and Dragon Age Origins. Mm-hmm. And like, I literally played that game like for the like, I'm no, I have no idea what the fuck's happening. Like, I'm not invested. <laughs> I'm invested in the story, but I'm not really like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what happens next. It's like I really like the first one, so I'm gonna play all 17 side stories, all 17 <laughs> of them. <laughs> play Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remastered. Sakura, is there any? I didn't mean to to jump on in there but is there any other games that you play for nostalgia um yeah i i've uh i've gone back to burnout revenge a couple times um so much so fantastic game so much so that like um i i remember i brought it over to a friend's house once and like the like my i I brought my 360 and the xbox fell over and then the disc got scratched Uh while it Uh was because it was it was it fell over while the game was spinning and i was like oh fuck so i bought it on like the xbox store so that i would have like a digital now i can like download it on any xbox i want because they're all backwards compatible um but yeah like i've gone (laughs) through and i've played like i I go through and i like perfect every mission and i play the crash modes i play like the time trial races and all that stuff i love i love burnout revenge i will always go back to burnout revenge um like if i'm gonna pick a racing game like i even though like uh, there hasn't been a new burnout in since what paradise Which, uh paradise city is the last one i played yeah so like I, but i'm pretty sure that's the last burnout that they came out with they re they re-released uh burnout paradise city recently well they re they remastered it but like it's still the same game so burnout crash came out in 2011 um i have never burnout crash was a was a mobile game, game. <laughs> sure burnout crash doesn't count <laughs> um and then the the newest game they released is burnout paradise remastered 2020 
Yeah, Burnout. Yeah, it was a remaster, <laughs> man. It's the same game. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't even play like a Burnout game, really. Like the last no, Burnout game that yeah, played the, like was, Burnout was like Burnout Dominator, right after Revenge. But I think Revenge was. Yeah, and like I like I don't know. I just, if I like, I love the Burnout series. It's fun. It's got basically everything you want because it's got the party modes and it's got like you you can just play regular races. You can play like the Eliminator races that we've talked about in the past uh, on the podcast. You can play Crash, play Road Rage. Like it's got such a mix of game modes in it that it like it really covers the people who just want to race for fun and the people who want to like be serious about racing and like do the time trials and like the burning laps and all that stuff right like i i think it was just a really good um really good game and a really good series and i i i played a lot of revenge that's that's like the one that out of all the burnout games that's going to be the one that i'm like most nostalgic about yeah yeah did you get your revenge on burnout i i've gotten my revenge a few times yeah (laughs) So I know we talked about that game before. That that also reminds me of a game that I'm like extremely nostalgic for. And I, I think the game might hold up. Um, we talked about it actually on last week's podcast, Spider-Man for the PlayStation 1. Um, yeah. By far my favorite. I think I can say this. I think it's my favorite Spider-Man media. Like of all the movies, of all the comic books, the PlayStation 1 Spider-Man game just does it for me <laughs> did and you I, ever like, play spider-man 2 for the playstation one i so it was on the demo disc that did your playstation come with a demo disc playstation one no but we uh, we bought a magazine once and it had a demo <laughs> it so came like, with a demo yeah disc? We, we've, we've gotten multiple demo discs we never got one with the ps1 i don't think oh my gosh i need to f- uh, hold on i need to find this game now i had a demo disc that's what i'm nostalgic for, for the <laughs> playstation one demo <laughs> disc demo because disc. i played the shit okay so it had Spider-Man 2 on the demo disc and it had like a level with Electro and oh, like, yeah, I was yeah. freaking out because like you can touch the ground and in um in the first one you couldn't like when you were swinging yeah. you couldn't touch the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um oh my gosh. And then the other game I played was an X-Men fighting game. I played the crap out of an X-Men fighting game. None of these are the game that I played. <laughs> How many demo discs were there? There were a lot. I had a demo disc that oh. had uh, Medieval on it, like the first Medieval like, was a what one game. level of Medieval. Yeah, never owned the game, but I played that one level over and over again. I loved that demo disc. So the game that I had had uh, it was like a Looney Tunes game. Oh, these are going deep into nostalgia. Oh man, it was like it was. I was playing as Wiley Coyote, and I had to get the sheep, and like you had to like hide, like you had to like come up with disguises. This sounds like a fever dream. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) are you sure you were watching cartoons? (laughs) No, no, no. I played, and it was like if you caught the sheep, it would, uh, it it would start over. Oh my goodness, I need to find this. Really quickly, I just need to go back for a second. So I did, I I was concerned about my, my thoughts on the engines that were used mm-hmm. and uh, uh, my concerns were correct. So they didn't use the same engine for Jade Empire as they used for Dragon Age, oh, okay. but they used a new one. Um, it was called the Odyssey engine. And that was what they used to use, uh, create Dragon Age Origins. And it was, it doesn't look like they released very many games on okay that be, in fact it looks like they only really used it for origins, origins okay <laughs> and then they updated it so they upgraded it for dragon age 2 which is why dragon age 2 feels similar but just a little smoother yeah in my opinion 
Um, they called it the Lysium engine. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but um, I believe that's right. Uh, so they they referred to it internally as the Lysium engine. Uh, so they had upgraded that and they had used uh, the Odyssey engine for Knights of the Old Republic, which was one of their more well-known older games. Phenomenal game. Very great. And uh, Jade Empire. And it was kind of known as being very, like, very smooth, especially at the time. So that would be why they feel a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if that's why Dragon Age Origins just feels a little bit more fragmented, in my opinion. Um, but Or fragmented, in my opinion, rather. Uh, but yeah. So they didn't... I don't think they loved the Eclipse engine by the sounds of it because they upgraded it for Dragon Age 2, which which Almost came out actually relatively. <laughs> yeah, like two years afterwards and they, they did an upgrade on the engine. So clearly they weren't happy with certain parts of it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the gist there, um, which makes a lot more sense. But yeah, I... Uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way just in case we have some really hardcore Bioware fans <laughs> Bioware in fans. the house. <laughs> um, so I actually found the game. Uh, oh, it yeah. was called Sheep Raider. Sheep Raider. Sheep Raider featuring starring Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog from the Looney Tunes. And your objective oh, was you played as Ralph. <laughs> you played as Ralph Wolf and you had to steal the sheep. Why are you picking up a boulder? That's a With sheep. With a face like a on sheep. it. A sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, I'm gonna say it. It's so, very, very pixelated. Yeah, those are PS1 Another picture of them. Sam Wolfdog looking for Ralph Wolf as I sneak by yeah. him with the... Yeah, so I played, I played, and again, I only had the first mission because it was the demo disc, and I played yeah. this right. to, to like, like, just as, like, the game didn't work anymore. The disc was so gone that I just wore it out. I yeah, I I love, I that, love this game. Do you ever? So I have a, I have another question. So have you ever come across a game that somebody's recommended to you, and you've been like, mm, "It was for the nostalgia, babe." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, because <laughs> I've read a lot online. So so one of the things that I got really into The Witcher Three, mm -hmm. and uh, I was reading online forums, and there was a lot of people saying that they went back to like the original Witchers, and you know it really holds up and all this stuff. And I got to <laughs> okay. tell you, it it doesn't hold up no. in my opinion. And I really liked The Witcher Three. I'm I'm I've been attempting to play through The Witcher Two, and because I'm not sure if I can go back all the way to The Witcher One, but I've been attempting to play through The Witcher Two, and I'm like, I understand. This is this is why I'm always hesitant to recommend older Dragon Age games. Yeah, <laughs> because. I feel like they really meant well when they were like, you'll love it, you'll love it. But like not having the foundation rooted in when it first came out, not making it super easy to get through it. Oh, 100%. Um, and like, I'm just curious if you've had that feeling. Because I've had that feeling like lots where people are like, no, 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 it's really good. I promise. And I'm like, I'm going to trust you. And then I'm like, no, you, you really have a nostalgia <laughs> factor. Yeah swaying your own internal opinion there uh, I don't know go on Matt no, you go for it no I was I, I've never <laughs> been I don't think I've ever been recommended a game like an older game from somebody but uh, right. like besides you saying like well you, but you you literally told me not to like you told me not to play Dragon Age Origins and like to play Dragon Age 2 instead but like I mean like the oldest yeah. game I feel like I've ever been recommended would have been like Fable and again that was you you recommended but like Fable also it was also a remastered up. 
Yeah, well, I guess it was a remaster. Yeah, like it hold it, it held up really well, but it was it was a remaster, so that makes a lot more sense, obviously. It, even as a remaster, there there was like parts where I was like, mm, if that came out today, like you'd be questioning it, but they definitely did a good job with the remaster. Um, I know going back to the original would be pretty hard at this point. Oh yeah, but yeah, I I think Fable is one that I. I don't actually just play for the nostalgia, which is maybe also why I put in that maybe at the <laughs> beginning of the episode. Yeah. Because I, I replay that because that's a good game. It is. It is but, a good game. And I recommend it to people because I think it's a good game. And I think it still holds up if you get the remastered version yeah. as a good game. Like it, it looks, but, like even the remastered one, like it, you, you can tell it's an old game with just like a little bit of polish on it. And like it does feel... It it has that like kind of like retro game feel to it, but it it is like it it plays really well. The story is great. Like I loved like I loved like the the morale system of it and all that. Like it was it was a great game, even though like 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 how old is that game? Like what that came that out for the original probably, Xbox, that, didn't it? That was that was that was that was Jade Empire. So yeah. I would say about two thousand five is probably going to be about that because. Yeah, I had both on my very illegal original Xbox. <laughs> Fable came out um, 2004. That it's yeah, that time period. Similar. Like they thought yeah. they could do 3D. They just I don't think they were there yet. They, I mean, honestly, Fable. I mean, this, like the camera is awkward, but it's got the same awkwardness that every other like retro game has. But it doesn't feel clunky, like super super clunky. But maybe like no, maybe it, they refined it a little bit it, for the remastered one. I think they refined okay. it, but I, I think it actually, like, I've, I've I played the older one, like, several years ago, like, the original. Yeah. And, like, it was definitely old. Okay. And that's why I recommend the remaster. But, yeah, that makes sense. But it, I don't think it felt that clunky. Like, I don't, I don't know. Some of, some of the games, they, they really were at the level that were, like, I don't know, Matt, I think, at, like, some of the games were at the level where they could do 3D. And some of them weren't, and like I, I do remember a lot of the ones that I feel like they were fine. Really, it's just kind of looking back where you're like, hmm, that's so, questionable now. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing though is like the fact, and and like I get what you're saying, and like honestly, some of these games are amazing, and like they deserve the the light of day. Um, but like just just for context, like the first Super Mario Bros. came out in 1985, and if I showed you that exact like no remaster, just plugged in <laughs> an the, original like, i got an arcade system, system. <laughs> <laughs> i got you a gaming watch right because that's originally i think it came out for originally it was like an arcade game anyways if i got you an nes and i played you a 1985 nes and i played you super mario bros you wouldn't look at it and be like oh i like for the time it looked good like you'd just be like this looks good and i feel like 2d games and like overhead view games it's like yeah they're 8-bit but 8-bit looks good and i don't think games released in the early 2000s like yeah like for the for the fact that this came out for the fact that i can look at a 3d game like this is amazing but i don't really want to look at it anymore <laughs> i think that that's a slippery slope though personally and i get what you're saying but i think it's a slippery slope for one reason and i think that graphics are are really always going to continue to get better so if they don't make games because they aren't ready like even looking back at the original the last of us compared to the remaster like because they remastered it yeah and like last like, of us part two like 
and and then comparing it to The Last of Us Part 2, it's like alarming how shitty the graphics look now. Yeah. But at the time, everyone was, was like, it's so yeah, realistic. It was revolutionary. And so I just always assume, like, I assume that in three years, I'm going to look at The Last of Us Part 2 and be like, <laughs> you know, the graphics just aren't quite there yet. <laughs> I, I remembered it looking better. <laughs> I remember it looking better. But I feel like that perception is always going to be there, which is why I think a lot of developers personally are choosing to go back to like 8-bit. Like it's, and like that's becoming its style yeah. because it will always look good because that's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, yeah, like Dragon Age, even Dragon Age, like I, I Dragon Age Inquisition, like it came out in 2014. And I remember at the time I was like, oh, my God, like the scene where you're walking through the like the, you know, they've just. It's like freezing and there's like a like a small snowstorm and you're walking up a mountain and and you're walking into just these billows of snow. I remember <laughs> the first time I played that, I was like, oh, it's just like walking through a real snowstorm. <laughs> and then we replayed it on our YouTube account and like our YouTube channel. And literally, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Why is there ooh. this white boulder rolling towards me? <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was rough. And like, so I just think it's always going to have that feeling. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting because like, what's the newest thing? Like ray tracing or whatever. Yeah. Is like, that's going to phenomenally change games so much that we're going to look back on the ones that are being released without it, even like currently or very recently, and be like, Oh, those graphics! Yeah, look, like, look at just those questionable. terrible look shadows. Look, the lighting is oh. just like that's not realistic. That's a, look at how shiny yeah. that thing is. Like clearly, <laughs> that's like falsely made light. Yeah, you could tell that's a pre-rendered reflection. That's terrible. <laughs> you know, and then they're gonna come out with a new thing, and then we're gonna be like, oh, like ray trace. Wow, that was rough. That was a rough time. Yeah. Like I just think it's always going to be that, and like that's why. Like, you can't, I don't know, now I'm getting, like, philosophical, like, <laughs> psychological here. But, like, I'm, like, you can't let that not be a reason to not do something. So I'm very glad that they they were just, like, yeah, fuck it. I'm releasing Dragon Age Origins because this 3D is going to work and it's going to work great and it looks phenomenal. And I'm sure the first time people played that, when that came out, they were, like, oh, it's, like, so realistic, their face. I remember playing Jade Empire and being like, oh, I can see their facial expressions. Like, it's so good. <laughs> and then, you know, you play it in 2021 and you're like, well, it kind of holds up a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. I can look at it's, it. It's all right, I guess. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely, like, I'm glad that these games existed because if they never existed, that we would never end up where we are and we would only ever be playing on little arcade things. And, like, the fact that we have home entertainment systems and, like, personal computers, like, definitely keep trying. Make bad games make good games that are going to get outdated like make if like i'm don't get me wrong like 100 percent. i just think like the play factor would affect the games like these games do get affected and like dragon age origins is like an amazing game like according to you but you also are saying you wouldn't recommend it because like it didn't really hold up so that's all I'm saying. I'm saying like I think that games that yeah, were yeah, but released... I wouldn't also recommend somebody play The Last of Us without it being remastered because I don't think it holds up, and that's recent. And and that's fair. And that's fair. I think the only thing I was trying to say is a lot of these games are nostalgic 
and that's why people play them or or i'm just honestly like i i like like every other crown heathens podcast marissa you have convinced me <laughs> and you're <laughs> and still I trying to argue with me i'm not trying to argue with you i think i just i just wish you didn't do that i'm not gonna lie to you i just wish you'd wish just be like marissa you? you're right you're marissa, right, you right and i'm gonna stop i know but I'm, you try to argue first and then i don't say anything <laughs> for a little bit and then you're like oh i made that awkward i'm gonna just admit that she's right and then i say i wish you could just admit that i'm right and then you're like i, I am. don't know what you're talking not. about what are you talking about marissa i never answered your questions i personally have never played a game and thought hmm, i think that you like this for the nostalgia aspect but i think that's also because i've i do this thing as you know where you people would recommend something to me and i'll be like oh yeah like i'm definitely gonna check that out with zero intent of checking it out yeah <laughs> like exactly. as much as the, I, know I see the amount of people that have recommended me play knights of the old republic and it's like oh it's great star wars lore you like star wars it's probably one of the greatest star wars media ever released and i'm like yeah yeah like don't i'm totally going to check it out it's like ah, oh, i don't know if it's and then like i'll get an email from steam and it'll be like hey knights of the old republic 2 is one dollar and i'm like i don't know if i want to spend a dollar on knights of the old republic <laughs> like a, do- a dollar though like, like oh. i don't know like, like a whole uh, dollar and then, like, that's like that's like a fifth of a cup of coffee. But then the next week, it'll like go back up to 250 my... <laughs> <laughs> The next week, it'll go back to 250 You're like, I could have bought it for a dollar. I'm not going to pay 250 for it. <laughs> well, so, so no, I haven't experienced about... this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just want to say, now that we're talking about how Matt will ignore all game recommendations, <laughs> let's transition into our next section where we're going to recommend... A nostalgic game Hey-o. that we think you should play. And maybe don't listen to Matt's because he's admitted <laughs> he would not listen yeah, to yours. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I might. I'm, I'm not going to say All it to right, your I'm face, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to say, if you like Sonic and you can find it, I highly recommend <laughs> a deep dive. trying deep. to find Sonic Blast 3D. Sonic 3D Blast. The reason I would say this is... Uh, it it didn't hold up and that's fine but it is fun gameplay and the gameplay itself is still good um but i would say like if you like sonic like uh, this is like very caveat like if you're like the person who maybe went and saw the movie because you like sonic so much like that's that's the target audience here and then let me know what you think and if you think it was it was pure nostalgia or not because i'm actually curious if it's I was just really searching for that nostalgia, and that's why I made uh, Sacco redownload it onto my computer <laughs> like 400 times <laughs> till we found the right version. Or if it is actually a good game that holds up. So let me know. That's what uh, my recommendation is going to be. Sacco, what are you feeling? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Burnout Revenge. I feel like I, I, I want to say it's probably the newest game we've talked about uh, on the podcast. I talked about Kingdom Hearts 3. You did. You know what? You're right. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I'm still gonna go with Bird of Revenge. It's That's it's fair. a great game. It's a That's fun fair. game to play. Uh, if you get four of your friends going, you can all road rage together. You can all crash together. It's great. It's it's just it's just just good, just good clean fun. <laughs> all good, right, fun. and Matt. <laughs> so I'm uh, as always. I can never answer a question uh, easily. So I'm, I have mm-hmm. two recommendations. My first recommendation is a game that 100% is just for the nostalgia. And if you've never played it, you're probably going to be like, why the fuck are you spending time on this? But Insane Aquarium, 
oh is an God. absolutely. You didn't even talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> you didn't even talk about it. I didn't get yeah. there. I'm talking. This is on the That's podcast. Fine. This is All right. this is we're getting there. Insane Aquarium. I've streamed it uh, on our Twitch channel, which we will plug later. But I've streamed it. It's just you have a fish tank, and then aliens attack your fish tank, and it's like relaxing kind of until the aliens come and then it's not relaxing but it's also like pretty easy and like you just point and click um it's fantastic i fucking love it so much i think that if you play it uh for the first time in 2021 you're gonna be like who let this person be on a video game podcast his judgment is completely <laughs> wrong <laughs> so my so don't don't write me in psycho <laughs> no. evil emails because we let this happen so my real answer of like a game that i think you would enjoy even if you don't have nostalgia for it but i have huge nostalgia for it is chrono trigger which is another game i did not talk about on the podcast <laughs> amazing <laughs> it's probably one of the greatest uh jrpgs of all time it's made by the same studio that makes final fantasy but it's not in the same final fantasy universe it's about a time traveler who starts in the you know i've talked about it on the podcast you have actually not on this episode but i've talked about it on the podcast um they remade it for the 3ds um and it it holds up like they kind of made it more 3d but you can i have it on steam and it's like the original 8-bit fantastic game if you want to get into rpgs if you want a nostalgic game of like old RPGs, it's fantastic. Chrono Trigger. Absolutely love it. All right. Since you recommended two, I'm going to throw out another one because I'm thinking about it now. And mine was purely <laughs> nostalgia based. So if you want one not based in nostalgia, I'm going to go with Fable again. It's a top recommendation. I recommend it lots on this podcast. But I think it's an older game that actually really holds up. I don't, and it's it's one of the only series of games where I usually don't recommend the second and third. <laughs> so I love the first one. I will replay the fuck out of the first one. I played the second and third because I liked the first one. So I definitely think if you're interested, if you've heard it before, if you've heard me talk about it before and you're curious about it, definitely give Fable 1 a try. That being said... I will now wrap up this podcast before me and Matt begin fighting again. So as always, you can find us on social media. We are at Crowned Heathens on YouTube. We are at Crowned Heathens on Twitter, Twitch, uh, TikTok. What are their T social media? Uh, I don't think there are uh, any. Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Definitely check out our Twitch channel as we do stream there quite frequently. Uh, more coming soon as well uh maybe we'll even play insane aquarium maybe i'll play insane aquarium just uh it's really fun just to get uh just uh just experience the nostalgia that matt has otherwise we thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you have ideas for our next topic please email them to crownedheathens at gmail or contact us on any social media platform otherwise thanks again and we'll catch you in the next one Ciao. Don't know. No. No ciao. No. No ciao. To ciao. No. Ciao with a T. No. Fuck off. It's fucking rude. <laughs>